Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Double Clans podcast with me, me. Uh, Robert Welsh and you and me James Welsh. James Welsh listen have we got an episode I think I say that all the time we do have an episode for you because it's a Wednesday <laughs> sorry we missed last week oh James God, was yeah. in danger I, I was in serious danger no listen I felt fluier than usual mm, fluier than usual so I thought best be safe mm. best not interact mm-hmm. take a coronavirus test yeah. did it came back negative so here we are. Healthier than ever. Healthier, back in the habit, back on track. Yeah. Double Clans podcast, two in New York City. Yeah, in, in the in habit. In the habit. <laughs> so we have a very special guest today. We are speaking to Hannah, also known as Smoky, Smoky Glow. Glow. So we are going to be speaking about, well, we, we talk a lot, but we're going to be talking about fame, um, how it changes people, money, how that changes people, influencers versus real celebrities. celebrities. Are YouTubers and influencers celebrities? Can we consider them should, celebrities? Should they be held accountable for life incidences? Everything. Politics? Should a 17-year-old girl be talking about politics? But, uh, ask us in a ask minute. Ask us soon. <laughs> James, very quickly, yeah. anything you've been loving this week? Do you know what I have actually been really, really been loving? There's these new, well, I don't know if they're new or if I've just discovered them. Um, it's a brand called Sierra kind and I think they're a Korean brand of course Mm. Um, and they just have this amazing array of um, serums that pretty much tick every box did you pop them on something did I see them I sent you a picture with my new light right right Um, (laughs) yeah and I shared them I said all these are cute Um, and it's just you know there's one serum for moisturising there's one for calming one for refining pores Mm -hmm. and it's just really nice to use they're a little bit thicker than your mm. average serum so they're definitely like an evening serum mm. but oh my god oh my god it's changed my life, changed my life. ask me ask me oh Robert <laughs> Levin mm, I am I am yeah. um, this is uh, About Face is mm. a brand mm, <laughs> by Halsey who is a oh, yeah, yeah right so putting that aside Amazing. Wait, am I ruining another video? I am. That's fine. I've ruined That's it. That's fine. I. <laughs> it's coming out Sunday. I reviewed oh, the whole this brand. Is Wednesday. Next. Next. Um. One of my favorite products is the um lip gloss. It's called the Light Lock Lip Gloss. Um. In the shade Such Great Heights. La la lip glow. La la lip glow. And it's it's such it's almost like a highlighter for your lips, but without being that nineties frosted intense right. like millennium millennium party nine 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 nine. Was that millennium? Yeah. Nine 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 nine. Nine nine nine. It's very comfortable on the lip. Not. Not as lightweight as like the Luna Beauty ones, which are like water on a lip, but it's it's getting there. Sure. Nice, nice, nice. product. Well, Listen. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Here we go. Here we go. Free and a two and a one. 
So we are joined by the wonderful Hannah, also Smoky Glow. (laughs) Which yes. I think is Hi. your real name. Yeah. <laughs> your birth name. Yes, actually. I've changed it now, now that I've started the exactly. channel. So. By law. So a lot of you are obviously yes. very familiar with um, Smoky Glow already. But would you like to tell us what you are? Who, who, what you are? <laughs> what you are? <laughs> what you do? Who you are? Who you are? <laughs> what you're all about? Um, I am a YouTuber on YouTube, you know. Uh, I do a lot of, like, commentary and makeup and just kind of every, anything I want, basically. Anything I think of, I usually just record it and then put it on the internet. <laughs> uh, and I've been doing YouTube for, like, probably about three years now, and it's been a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. I'm also, like, a student. I do social work, so I'm in school to be a social worker. I love that. Um, that's kind of my gig, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's always awkward to explain yourself to people. It is. Well, I, you know, I talk to a camera all day, and then yeah. I talk to people online all day, and then I go to bed and I do it the same thing. the same thing, thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. it might sound like nothing, but it's a lot. A lot of something. Yeah, especially when yeah. you're a student as well. It's, it's... As oh, an yeah. ex-student, I do not understand how you have any time to do either yeah. or properly, but you obviously you you do your channel so well. I'm guessing you get good grades. Oh, thank you. Um, I, so do. What, I do. Just for out my own interest, how do you? Yeah. How 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 do you do it all? How do you balance everything? Because I'm trying to think of my university life. Mm-hmm. When would when would I have had time? When do you have? And you do so much yeah. research. I don't get it. Tell us. Mm. Tell us. So basically, I, well, I, I don't live on campus and I think that that uh, helps. I think yes. if I was living on campus and I was like emerged in campus life, mm-hmm. it would be so different, but I've always done school as a commuter. So I live at my, I live on my own, then, you know, go to school. Um, basically it's just a lot of like not really sleeping sometimes and just kind <laughs> of like, you know, mm-hmm. just getting through it. Um, I, I think the only time it ever gets really hard is I do a thing called Glomus on my channel yes. where I upload a video every single day in December. And those videos and that month is like just no sleep, just like really yeah. crushing through. Merry Christmas. Um, yeah, exactly. So those ones, that's really the only time it gets tough. I think for me, it's just about planning. I have like, a, I have my iPad and I just plan every second of my day, like mm. when I'm going to wake up, when I'm going to research, when I'm going to, you know, go to class, when I'm going to do homework, when I'm going to film, when I'm going to edit. Um, and that's really the best thing I can do is like just pre I have like all my months planned out months in advance of like what I'm going to film, what I'm going to do. And that really helps too. So just as organized as possible and also not really sleeping. I would say the two of those things. They work really well together. Yeah. yeah, they they go really well. And it's that's, really that's good for the mental advice. health, as that you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, that's life advice yeah. too. If you're ever struggling, don't sleep. Don't sleep. <laughs> you also forgot don't to sleep. mention your incredible palette as well that you have. Yes. Oh my god, it's over there. My baby. Point at it. I love her. Oh, it's in all the pink. It's the one in the pink row. It has There's my name on it. It's very subtle. Yeah. It's very understated. Wait, we're not on, ca- um, we're not on camera. I'm oh, like, we're not on camera. Show yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's, it's with Midas Cosmetics, and it's such an incredibly. Um, I hate it when people say it's so pigmented, but it is so pigmented, and it's also, <laughs> but it's also easy to work with. And I think there's a lot of um, Midas is an independent brand, right? Yeah, and I think there's a lot of independent brands where they get it right or they get it kind of quite wrong. And it's nice yeah. to find a brand that gets something right. They have amazing textures, even the lip glosses in like your like um, collection, so beautiful yeah. and so comfortable. So it's nice to see an independent Thank brand you. that have that, have that kind of like level of quality. Yeah. 
so nice. Yeah. The shade Leno is is the best. And <laughs> it's I love so nice. It. I was so adamant. I was like, we need duo chromes. Yeah. We need just like the most glittery, glittery shades yeah. you could possibly imagine. Yeah. And I've just, oh, it was my literal child, like, doing that whole thing. So it was really, really I cool. can imagine it's it very, like, like um, I would be shitting myself all the time. I'd be like, is anyone going to oh. like it? Are people going to trash it? Oh. Are people going to say it's mm. shit? Are people going to say I deserve this? I, you know, I'll be just thinking about every possibility yeah. anyone could have. Especially as you've covered quite a few failed launches yourself. Yeah. <laughs> that must all you be going imagine. in your mind. Like, yeah. what if this happens? Or, mm. you know? Yeah, when I started working on it, I was only at, like, I think 30 thousand subscribers and then by the time we launched i was at like a hundred and fifteen thousand. so that's a pretty big chunk yeah. and so I, when i first started i was like okay like no pressure you know like we're just gonna do it best <laughs> we can and like you know like 10 people are gonna buy it and then it became like a much bigger like platform yeah. and i was like oh my god um and you know we had a couple of things happen my palette was supposed to launch right when corona started getting really bad oh. and right when all of the factories shut down in china yeah and it was like we couldn't for for months it was just sitting there not being able to be shipped out oh, and I was like oh my imagine? god I'm like Jacqueline Hill and I'm like <laughs> my stuff's finally I was like I was like oh my god <laughs> panicking um and I had we had to like sell it and then push the launch and it yeah. was like this whole it was so stressful but then once people actually got it it was just the best response right. like really I could not have asked for people to be any nicer with the reviews even the reviews that had some critiques overall they were so positive yeah. and it was just like the best feeling to create something that I knew people genuinely yeah. really loved yeah. and used and like I love it and use it yeah. so it was really really I, I think awesome. it's as well I think whatever you do you can, you can expect critique because not everyone's gonna yeah. like everything you know mm. like a, a certain formula yeah. there's some people that review a palette it's like I don't like mattes and it's a whole matte palette yeah but they like, bought it anyway but that's why yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I was gonna ask well, you and oh no sorry go ahead no go ahead go I was ahead. gonna ask you this has nothing to do with anything now I've completely skipped topic thank you but yeah no you're welcome <laughs> everyone um but I've been messaged a lot and I'm sure you've got this a lot too I've been tagging it about Becca shutting down yes. now question yeah. now question do you feel yes. this could be something to do with maybe a budget that went into a certain kind of foundation that maybe didn't go so well wait tell me because <laughs> I, I don't know what's going because I clear foundation <gasps> oh my god <laughs> yeah I do think if I had to guess yeah that that contributed yeah to what's going on now. Yeah. And I also think that we're going to see a lot of other brands who have had maybe some questionable launches mm. that were like a little... Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see this sort of... I think the first domino has fallen. Yeah. And I think we're going to see a lot of other brands that have been around for a long time that for a long time we've been like, please be creative. Yes. Like, please yeah. give us more. And we're going to see them starting to fall. And I think that probably would have happened anyway. But I think mismanaging sort of launches like the clear foundation or something. <laughs> and I think mismanaging those and COVID is kind of yeah. expediting yeah. what we were gonna see anyway yeah. in like five or ten years, yeah. you know. It's such a shame because Becca Super was like the go to for highlighters. Like oh, yeah. the the liquid what was that? Uh champagne champagne pop? Champagne, Champagne pop, pop. Yeah, was like the, the go-to highlighter, right? And then they they're mm-hmm. great at doing highlighters for all kind of skin um, skin tones as well. So it really is a shame mm-hmm. that they didn't kind of cash in on that rather than going for some random complexion product that was just a massive oh. lie. I was <laughs> watching a video of yours the other day where you were talking about how a lot of brands kind of try to build on that one successful product 
and it either goes yes. it's either really good mm. or like it's just a bit like that doesn't mm-hmm. make sense yeah. you know so yeah. I guess like what do they make <laughs> I don't know about makeup I'm like what they did <laughs> what's the backup, what's the backup? They, did. <laughs> they made like this amazing liquid highlighter which yeah. I think they release as yes. limited sometimes or at Christmas or it something. was supposed to be limited right. but it wasn't but it was actually. so oh, amazing yeah. limited edition yeah. Right. Yeah, they were limited yeah, yeah I stopped using it because it was part of became part of Essay Lauder um but they just did the, like the most incredible, like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, it was just amazing highlighter. Mm. That's it. <laughs> really. And then they did some yeah, nice lip products. So yeah. And then they did some nice, like, around the eye products. Like, they have this nice concealer yeah. that creases quite easy, but it's fine. Mm. Um, We're all based on that one product. Yeah. And no. then they made a, no, uh, kind of. And then they made a clear uh, foundation. For no reason. For no reason. Yeah. And they also did some, like, really questionable collaborations. Like, they collabed with, like, Khloe Kardashian and her best friend, who, like, not a lot of people knew who she was. Yeah. And, like, it was a very weird... Like, they did Chrissy Teigen, which is... I mean, I, I like Chrissy Teigen, but, like, why does she have a highlighter palette with Yeah, that that's guy? a you strange know? It was, like, one. a lot of weird... Like, you'd, you'd think for somebody who worked with Jaclyn Hill, and they're kind of known as that, like, OG influencer right, working right. brand, because they were the first ones yes. to really do yeah. it with Jaclyn, mm. you'd think that they would have a better sense of how to pick a person to successfully market a product. Absolutely. And for whatever reason, they just abandoned influencers and went with celebrities. And I just found that to really sort of tank them in a way, because you see now celebrity makeup stuff is almost... That's such a good point. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, because there's like a load of celebrity skincare brands launching that people are they don't really care about j-lo wait, for let, example yeah oh, let me do you no. think let me cut in right now wait because i might forget <laughs> this what are you gonna say oh no because we're gonna record an introduction separately go on i was just gonna say we haven't said what we're talking about but we would have done oh we would have done we yeah, would yeah. have done talking um, about fame do, do you think this is like as you said you think it's like the way things are going to go but do you think oh yeah. you fucking idiot oh i'm so sorry <laughs> A Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. M- money, fame. No, oh I don't my know what god, you're I forgot now. Um, oh, here we go. Yeah. Okay, his guy. So, <laughs> do you Stop. think this is a sign of the larger influencers? How 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 am I going to say this? So there's a lot of small, not smaller YouTubers, but YouTubers who aren't on the millions and millions, having quite successful yeah. mm. launches with mm. indie brands. Yeah. Do you think yeah. this is the kind of time where people are putting their trust into? more, I guess, not, not really smaller, but smaller YouTubers with such a dedicated following and putting their investments yes. into them rather than these Jaclyn Hills and other makeup influencers. Names. Yeah. Name. Another name. <laughs> Another name. All those words. I don't know. Because <laughs> I feel like, like you said, the Becca was, like so the perfect example of the one of the brands that did do these big influencer mm-hmm. collab things and now people don't really care about those people well, anymore. Mac, is, Mac is yeah. the same as well. Mac they used to the do same. these collaborations <clears throat> with celebrities and they really worked because yes. the influencer wasn't a thing. And I think they were quite late when they started to see how influencers were. Then they started to reach out to Crispy, for example. Yeah. Um, and then... Name, another name. <laughs> the other one that's not crispy. <laughs> Someone else. You know, and they got a little bit more influence. There was heavy. like Michelle Farn's little gang, wasn't there? She had like a few that she always hung around yes. with. Yeah, they were cute. Yeah, they were cute. Yeah. I feel like the brands that were too late to see the value of influencers are now too late to know who to actually yeah. go to. Yeah. yeah, because they're going to like, it, like Jaclyn Hill's most recent Morphe palette really didn't sell very well. Mm. It was on sale. It didn't sell out quickly like the first one did because people were kind of over 
per shilling things. Mm. And there was a lack. I think the big thing that's happened recently with these larger influencers is there's really been a break in trust between the consumer and the Mm -hmm. influencer. And once you break that, it's really, really hard to get it back. And so now people are turning to like micro influencers, smaller influencers who have this great rapport with their audience, who have this great trust. And I think that that's why we're seeing these. I know, um, Shroud Cosmetics and Butte Bean just did a yes. collection, and she only has, I think, seventeen thousand subscribers, but she sold over seven thousand pounds. I want that pen I mean, so bad, but I'm not even going to try <laughs> and get too. it because I've seen, yeah, so I've seen how it. popular it yeah. was, and I, I think Shroud are a little bit behind because they didn't expect that yeah. blow up. But it was, it was released on Halloween, and it was the only palette I looked at over Halloween. I was like, that's a Halloween palette. That is in yeah, uh, this season palette. Whereas mm. ColourPop were releasing their like Hocus Pocus one, and it was like. Eh. And yeah. everyone, and then if this palette was there with this, like slime greens and so all this cute. stuff, I was like, I fucking want that. Yeah. But I, I'll wait yeah. and see what happens. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's the same. It's really, it's crazy to see. And I know, like Angelica Nyquist, she yes. just did a collab with Kaleidos, Incredible the Club Nebula, palette, yeah. which it sold. It sold out in like three minutes, yeah. and it's like you're not seeing that same engagement from bigger influencers right, right now. Right. Sure, they might sell <clears throat> more just because of the sheer size of their audience, yeah. but you're not getting that same kind of you know yeah yeah you get what i'm saying yeah Yeah. absolutely (laughs) i feel like it's the the trust i think that's what it is is, like yeah they do have like a smaller audience but they are a more dedicated audience and again it's it's not always about the higher subscriber numbers like Mm, we talked about mm -hmm, before mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you know we're not far in a subscriber count but Mm. we get roughly the same amount of views the same with yourself like we get roughly the same amount of views it's Mm. about the, yeah. your audience the and content. who actually watches exactly. and the content and mm-hmm. it's less about yes. having those millions and millions of subscribers and more about do your audience actually like you and want to right? watch you, you know? yeah, here's, yeah. this is what I was going to ask you talking about um, losing that trust in like in, like as an influencer gets more and more I guess famous do you think and this is what I ask a lot of people and I think we bring it up quite a lot in the podcast but it's nice to get people's opinions on it do you think there is a kind of um do you think people want bigger influencers to fail? Ooh, do you know what I mean? That's a really good question. Because yes. it seems like um, when something happens, people look for... Say, say for example, Jacqueline Hill releases something or is going to put yeah. something out. You'll see comments, let's see what fucks up next. Let's see what happens next. Yeah. And then you, it's almost as if people are waiting for... I get this kind of like this hatred for influencers, you know? I, oh, yeah. I get this yeah. kind of air. Yeah. But it almost seems like the the more popular they get, it seems like people want them to fail. There has to be a drama. There it has feels to like be... now, like, when it's going to happen, not if it's going to happen. <clears throat> yes. You know? Yeah. yeah. I think it's because people... St- I think it's for a lot of reasons. I think that there is that element of wanting to be people to fail, but I think it's almost like an unconscious thing. Yeah. I think people don't yeah. even realize that that's what they're trying to do. Yeah. They're just like... You see someone, like, you'll see... Uh, James Charles, I think, is such a good mm. example. Because he started at 17, and he blew up so fast. Mm. at Like, astronomical yeah. numbers in such a short amount of time. And it was almost like you could see, because it happened in such a short time, the change in his personality mm. and the change in his behavior mm. and the way it was, like, kind of going to his head. Right. And as much as we love to see people succeed, when somebody is acting like they know they've succeeded, yeah. sometimes <laughs> you're kind of like, well, that's a little off-putting. Yeah. Like, you know, you're 18 and you're buying a $10 million home. Right. Like, that's a little weird. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I think that people, people sometimes, because you can see it so quickly, people are like, yeah, like, 
I'm just not vibing with that. Yeah. You know, so then when something little does happen, they're like, oh. This is it. Jane, blah, blah, yeah, and yeah. You're, yeah you're, this is the moment <laughs> yeah. to be like, yeah, let's knock him down a right. few pegs. Let's, you know, take it down a little. And I, I don't think people mean to be like, well, let's absolutely destroy their mental health and make them want to no. like, literally do horrible things. Yes. I don't think people want that, but it turns into that because when you have millions of people saying that you suck, it's very difficult yeah. <laughs> to like mentally go through something yeah. like that. So I think it's a, I think it's a lot. I think it's a lot of different reasons, but I think that's a good example is kind of like I think people more just want to take someone down a little yeah. Yeah. and it goes too far and then we have right. these you know and I think falls. you have to be <clears throat> excuse me wow <clears throat> <laughs> I had dairy today I think you have to be really careful <laughs> I think you have to be as as like influencer I keep air quoting but that's what it is influencer yeah. yeah I don't know why I keep saying that um it's almost like we're we're given a platform by someone else we didn't decide that that we were going to be influenced it's like yeah we tried it and then we were given it and when you see people misusing that platform and treating it like this was all me this was given like yeah then it's a little bit like well you know what i gave it to you fuck you let's take it down a bit like you said you kind of need to knock them down a few pegs Mm. so i i do get that kind of like you're mistreating the platform you were given like yes. we've seen a lot this year, oh yes. my, last year, you know, and this year, oh my God, there's been a lot of yeah. mistreatment of, of, you know, being an influencer. Oh, yeah. So, Not like, actually influencing right. in the right way. Who are you yeah. influencing? Yeah. But do you feel like <laughs> that comes with age as well? Like you said, he was 17, did you say 17 yeah. when he started? Where he was somebody, 17 when he started. Right, where somebody maybe, like, <laughs> not you I was actually going to say me not that I'm on, on the same level as him but I started when I was 30 so it, it's yeah. kind of like I think it would affect you if you were 17 and people were like I think you're so. beautiful yeah. you're amazing I, I look back yeah. at myself when oh I was 17 God. and if I had people constantly praising me I was filthy rich and brands <laughs> wanting to work with me mm. I'd be the biggest fucking dick you'd ever oh met oh my god I, it'd go to my yeah. head yeah. I would be awful I think yeah 100% yeah. well I think that's what it is is like you know if you start older usually you've worked a job yeah. before mm. you know the value of money right. you have this understanding of like how the world works you know that like the world is just your oysters yeah yeah you know all those things because you've lived a real life you've lived a normal life and so when you do start at such a young age you've probably like i don't think james has ever worked a normal job Mm. i mean i don't and that's not his fault but that's just how it went he never had to work a normal job he's a millionaire at a very young age and also i think a really key point to all of the conversation is really i hate to put it all on la but i find that the people who move to la it is such a difference in yeah. how you you turn out. The second I hear someone's moving to LA, I'm like, oh well, it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, oh man, I was. It's um... just like I think, yeah, Sorry, it's less about the environment in LA, mm. but it's like. Because everyone is there, they all are like, we are the best. We yeah. are, we have paparazzi. Yeah, yeah. Like we have millions I... of followers, and they hype each other up. Yeah, yeah. The influence of TikTok papar- paparazzi is the weirdest oh. thing. And oh they, they stand there, oh they talk to them outside, <laughs> wherever, wherever they are. It's like, keep walking. Like, why are you talk- like? Who was it? Um, that TikToker, the really cute one that follows you and me, Bella. Oh, I don't know. I'm not very good. Oh, Bella Poach. Bella yes, Poach. Yes, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So she, she had like the faces. Yes, yeah. yeah. So she blew up and there yeah. was a clip of her walking down the street, ignoring paparazzi, right? And people were like, she's so fucking rude. And I was like, no. I was like, that's exactly what I would be doing. I oh, find yeah. it weird that you have Charlie, I don't know anyone's Demilio. name. Demilio. Charlie D'Amelio's <laughs> parents standing there talking to the, you know, about their latest holiday. So and it's weird. like, it's Reality just like, show. walk yeah. on. And mm-hmm. like, I find, but then I also find the fact that there are paps out there 
for these, I guess, yeah. new types of celebrities, mm. like how they used yeah. to treat Britney Spears, like how yeah. they used to be yeah. flocking her, you know? I just, I, I find it so odd. I find it so weird. It's weird. Mm. Oh, it's so weird. It's like the weirdest thing on the planet. And I think in a way... It makes sense because influencers have become somewhat of their own type of celebrity. Mm, I think mm, it's very different. Yeah. But it's it's weird to me because it, I think to, it's weird because to be a celebrity, you, you usually have to have some type of like talent yes. or some type of like to like trade, you know, to be an influencer. I'm not going to say it doesn't take a lot of work because it absolutely does. Like YouTube is hard, but there's a large aspect of luck. There's a large aspect 100%. of like hitting the algorithm yeah, the right way. Exactly. Like having that one perfect video mm-hmm. go blow up for you or that one picture. Yeah. And I think because it's just like, you can be famous for literally just being a normal person. Right. It's a very weird dynamic yeah. and it like yeah. makes it so strange. Yeah. And every, every time I see the paparazzi, I'm like, they're just normal. This is a 15 year old. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Like a kid. I feel like... You're like... Yeah. With, with like, celebrities, there's that really still still kind of, like, age-old Hollywood kind of idea that... There's a mystery. They live in the big... Yeah. The big... Yes, City. and they're like you know they you know they've got this like <laughs> air of yeah air of mystery yeah. and you think they've had this like incredible yeah. lucky day mm. where their life changed overnight. Whereas like you said with influencers, you see them get more and more popular. You watch them grow. You watch mm-hmm. them change in certain ways, and it it feels more attainable, I guess, and realistic. But then it's also that they're in your house. But you watch them every day. If we're talking about who's a random celebrity, I don't know. Um, Chris. Oh my god, Chris. <laughs> Chris, Christmas celebrity, Christmas celebrity, Christmas celebrity. We see him on maybe like um, I don't know what happened back in MTV, yeah, or once a week, yeah. you know, or yeah. we see him in like a magazine or mm. on on the online magazine, yeah. <laughs> I forget what everything gossip column, yeah. PerezHilton.com. Oh my god, yeah, with fake cocaine coming out, yeah, and oh it's like, god. but where's with somebody like you know. Chris <laughs> from TikTok. <laughs> so oh, let's say yeah. James Charles because it's a name that we all know. You see him every yeah. day on TikTok, or you can potentially on YouTube. And like us, we're in people's homes. They can watch you every day. They can watch us every day. If they want to go back yeah. and play those videos, mm. listen to your podcast, listen to our po- or watch your podcast, <laughs> listen to our podcast. Yeah. And it's like all these. Yeah. There's so many ways that they are. We are easily accessible. Whereas with a, yeah. a, I guess, real celebrity. I don't say. You know what I mean? Like a. No, yeah. I would say real yeah, celebrities. No, yeah, 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 exactly. They're not as obtainable and, and we don't know them as personally. Whereas we can sit here on YouTube and cry and be like, I fucking hate yeah. this, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> and have a breakdown and we can yeah. have like our yeah. dramas and all this kind of stuff and people get us such an insight into our lives. As yeah. I have a random question. Well, kind of related. What's up? What do you think people find okay so i used to have this real kind of thing where i was like i don't get youtube drama i'm not interested in it i fucking am now i'm very involved in it <laughs> and i like because i feel like you need to know you know who you're you surrounded by yeah. right and you know like who, who you need to support or who you don't can't support but what do you what do you think do you think there's a difference behind celebrity gossip columns and celebrity gossip and influencer gossip like what makes people feel so I feel like more intertwined and more personally affected mm. by influencer yeah. drama. 
I think it's because celebrities, you usually know them as the character they play, mm, especially yeah. like movie stars and TV stars, mm. and even musicians to a certain extent. Mm. You know them because of their work. Yeah. Whereas influencers, you know them and follow them because you like them as people. Yeah. And so you have almost this like parasocial relationship where you're like, well, this is like almost a friend. Like I tune yeah. into, you know, this person's channel every day and I like them because of them yeah. and their personality. Mm. We don't really see influencers, even though sometimes they are kind of playing characters, because I think I would say my um my like camera personality is very similar to how I am in real life, mm. but it's not the same. Like it's definitely Ex- yeah, a little exactly, bit different. Yeah. So you, th- but people think that that's you know my mm. complete personality, yeah. and they feel very invested in me mm-hmm. as a person. So if I screw up, they're like, well, I invested in you emotionally as a person, kind of. Like, I really liked you and, like, liked you for you. Whereas, like, and I also think if for, like, with TV show stuff, it's just harder to feel that connection with TV stars and movie stars and stuff. Because I I only know them from very, you know, PR person interviews that they do on late night shows. I don't know their story and everything about them. So I think that's the big difference, honestly, why people feel so much more invested. But I also think that's dangerous because we treat influencer drama very similarly to celebrity drama in the sense that we it becomes huge yes. it becomes so talked right. about and we forget that like that is still a real person yeah. it's not a character it's not a tv show person yeah. that we're talking about like this is somebody's real life somebody who has let the internet into their real life and now they're being so burned by it and people are sending them awful like death threats and horrible yeah. messages right. and it's like that's where i think it gets a little dangerous is it can get so big and because of that kind of vulnerability of being an influencer, it can become really bad, I think. Yeah. So it's bold. I think it's, you know. Yeah. And do you think the the people who are quick to cancel, cancel um, an influencer, <laughs> are fans that turn quickly? Because I've always been like, do you, because they're so invested, do you think these people are turning from fans to anti-fans literally overnight in a heartbeat once they see something bad happen? Like, how, how do you think yeah. the bringing down of an influence is so, what's the word? Quick. Quick and... Quick. Yeah. Quick. A name. <laughs> a name. A name. A name. <laughs> I think, I think you like... I think it's... No, go on. I actually don't know what no, I was going to say. No, I have no idea what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt I had to answer. Like, I, I wasn't asking you. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's like... I think it goes both ways. I think there's people that exist on the internet solely to hate somebody. Mm, like you have, yes. I mean, I think, you know, Jacqueline Hill is a great example too. Accounts exist just to absolutely hate her. Oh. And I think that's it. But I also do think it's, yeah, it's people who loved you and felt invested in you. And then they see this bad behavior and they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, and I also think that's why we get a lot of people I like the stands kind of almost blindly defending because they're the people who won't turn. Yeah. So they're kind of like, they see the bad behavior and they don't even want to feed into any of it. Mm. So they're blindly like, no, 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 a person, you're amazing. Like, don't listen to the haters. Don't mm. listen to any yeah. of that. And then you have the people that are going too far. So then it just becomes this sort of, the, the influencer would rather listen, obviously, to the person that's like mm-hmm. telling you you're amazing. Yeah. Of course, you want to listen to that instead. So then they tend to ignore the valid criticism. I find, honestly, though, with canceling, I find that it's a lot of things. To get truly canceled in the oh, sense that yeah. it's big. It's usually a lot of small issues compacted right. into something. And then there's one sort of catalyst that blows it mm-hmm. all up. And that's 
the big thing. Like, right before the bi-sister scandal, that do you guys know about, mm. obviously? Yeah, know yeah. about that, but <laughs> before the bi-sister, James had been getting so much heat for, like, the tour tickets, and he had, they were, oh, he was selling yeah. tour tickets for, like, $500. What? He was getting heat for being at, yeah, oh, it was, wow. a, it was, a, it was a I went on a big he was, like, James selling, Charles rabbit hole when oh, that all came out. Really? Like, right, this oh, is not yeah. where I it was nutty. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Well, he had been getting slowly, he had, he had kind of been getting called out for certain other things. He, like, went to the Met Gala, and people were mad about that. Yeah, like, yeah. So it was all these little things, and then when Tati made her video, it all exploded right. because we'd had this buildup to mm-hmm. it. So I think that that's when you see stuff like that. Usually, if you look a little deeper, fans don't just turn immediately. It's usually kind of a buildup of things yeah. that make people turn in a way. But sometimes yeah. they're a lot smaller, so people don't know about them. Yeah. But, yeah. Going back to James Charles's. Um, program youtube original <laughs> oh instant uh, influencer. Yeah, yeah yeah i was like what are you um, talking about yeah i found it very very strange but also very um not so strange that they one of the yeah. challenges was an apology video going back to the idea yeah. of like you are gonna have to do this one day you know rather than it being a bit fun yeah. it felt more like mm. get ready because this is gonna happen to you yeah. one day there's always that expectation here's, here's the thing that, that i think is Say, for example, you are mildly, mild, mildly. You're mild. You're mild. <laughs> you are mildly involved in a situation that happens online. Sure. People expect yeah. you to then be, to make a, a statement. Yes. I was just going to say, like, this is um, why I don't think I could be young. And on the internet, because mm-hmm. this kind of stuff, rather than just pissing me off, would I think break me? It would make mm. me think like I don't know if I could do this yeah. anymore. Like again, like yeah. everyone hates me. Like if I I was in I if I was back then I don't think right. I'd do it. James seventeen James. But and, and here's the yeah. thing: when you balance up what people want you to talk about, we get told never to talk about politics. Oh, you dare mention something about equal rights? I'm unfollowing you because you're. you're I don't want equal rights. Right, and then you get a message like, <laughs> "Can you comment on the latest scandal?" Yeah. About it? it's like fucking. Yeah. This is the thing. It's like you get told off for talking about Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. You get told off for talking about yes. the like Asian hate going on at the moment, and you yeah. shouldn't talk about it. But yet people want to know why you're not going to review Jeffrey Star's skincare if it ever comes out. Right? It's like, yeah. what do like? So you want a tea video? You want like a tea spilling video? That's what you want from me, rather than an influencer talking about actual important issues. But then, uh, do oh, you yeah. think? Where do people get this from? Because I put out a tweet once and I was like, "What? where did we verbally agree that I will never talk about politics, that I will never discuss a- anything that matters to me as a person? Where does this yeah. unverbal contract is it, is it the come fact from? that they find that kind of politi- influence of political statements as more entertainment rather than real life, like what's going right. on, you know? Yes. Yeah. And I also think it's not what I have learned is that it's not that people don't want you to talk about politics. They don't want you to talk about disagreeing with their politics. They take it as this personal attack. Mm -hmm. If you're like, I said something in a video once that was like, um, because obviously in America, it's like politics, you can't not talk about it. It's it's literally, especially last year, it's like you could not not talk about it. And I I said something along the lines of like, if you're, you know, if you're going to tell me, you know, that Trump is amazing and you're going to unfollow because you support Donald Trump, I was like, you can just unfollow me. You don't have to tell me. Like, I don't care that you're leaving. You can just leave. But then it got twisted. It got twisted. Smokey Glows tells her Trump supporters to F off. And I was like, okay. So that's not what I said. Um, But I think it's it's people kind of just don't want to hear what they don't want to hear. You know what I mean? They don't want to hear what they don't want to hear. And so I think where influencers have to walk that line is you have to decide, like, 
you know, do I necessarily care, I guess? Mm. And if you do care, it's like you kind of just have to, you know, tread that line carefully. It's tough, though. And it's also hard because we almost expect these 18-year-old TikTokers to be, like, I remember when the Black Lives Matter movement started, like, picking up a lot of steam this summer, everyone was like, well, where's Charlie D'Amelio? Why is she not talking about this? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, so we can't expect a 16-year-old to be fully versed on the really, you know, complicated issues of systematic racism. Like, we can't expect her to fully know that. She she can't. She she changed her, her picture and her profile picture she made a video but everyone was like it's not enough she needs to be talking and it's like we expect these kids who don't some of them don't even have a high school diploma yeah, right. we expect them to be fully versed on these social issues and it's almost like i want people to use their platform for good i I'm, mm-hmm. i think it's you know when you can it's amazing but sometimes i'm like we almost expect them to do too much and then they speak and they say things that are wrong yeah. because it. they're not yeah. fully educated and then it's like well then you did that and it's like it, I, it's, a, it's definitely something i think we're working through right now mm-hmm. in yeah. kind of our social space how we're going to go about that. Yeah. I think it's really interesting, and it, though. It's, yeah. Like you said, it's important, but you can't just put stuff out and be like, I saw a tweet, and it was like, what, what happened? Something happened, and someone put out, get ready for a load of, you know when people put in their stories, just a, a, a they share a post, and then that's it, that's yes. gone. But like, get ready for loads of these Instagram stories where people just share a post, and that's all they do. Mm. I was like, it's so true. Like, yeah. you, you can sh- you share posts and share things like that, but commentary... This is so important. Something just like that, you know? And, you know, Anything. yeah. Because yeah. you've, you've read it and you've educated yourself on it and you're not just sharing a post mm. because it you should be. So to get mm-hmm. an 18-year-old who's just dancing in her room to be like, what's what yeah. what are you doing now? What's going to happen? What are you doing to change? Where's yeah. the world at? You know, mm. it, it's it's yeah. very confusing. It's it's really. I didn't have a clue what was going on when I was eighteen. No. I have no, no. Idea. no idea. What was I doing Not at eighteen? I don't know. Drugs. No. Heavy <laughs> <laughs> heavy drugs. It's probably still watching Pokemon. Uh, yeah. You know? Right. Like yeah. who knows? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no, we were probably in like home based car park getting drunk. Yeah. Eighteen's <laughs> <laughs> a legal drinking age here. So yeah. True. We yeah. Were, we're, oh, good. Okay. we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> we're good people um, <laughs> but it is that expectancy of like a an influencer or famous person should know everything we don't get pre- you've had yes. press training but I yeah. don't we don't get press training or anything like that or how to make a statement no. how to do yeah. this oh my God. you know it's, no. it's, so it's a little I bit like I learned how to make a statement from other people messing up and I learned what not to do <laughs> yes. when they did it. Yeah. and that's how I learned how to do my stuff right yeah. I was like okay so don't cry um, yeah. don't don't wear a grey hoodie don't wear, a hoodie. wear yeah. makeup yeah don't do that <laughs> wear makeup but not too much <laughs> not too much makeup you don't want to look like you tried too hard exactly, yeah, exactly. don't wear a Versace robe don't monetize your video like yeah. 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 Yes. yeah you're sad yeah. enough you that learn... you kind of did your makeup but yeah. not that much yes. Yeah. Yes. you got ready but then gave up halfway through yeah <laughs> yes obviously yes it's uh, a calculated thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's tough though isn't it because like I, we've been involved in a few little bits where like oh maybe we shouldn't have said that very yeah. publicly yes. it's tough to like look back and be like oh, okay i understand where you're coming from blah 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 for then people still be like but do you you know because it, it's weird like trying to learn online compared to like how you that would have gone how that situation would have gone in real life yeah. is very different yes. and it's the kind of like try and do it so publicly and like um, what, what am I trying to say like do it so publicly and make it very clear that you've learned and that you know this is what you're going to do about it. and you know, it, it's such a weird I find the whole apologising and 
Oh, I don't know what I'm saying. The, it's the very thing odd. is, you can apologise as much as you want. I don't how did we get on? We've never had to what do a deep, deep about? apology. No, no. But again, it's up Yet. to people how it... Yeah, no, yeah I was going to say, I've had someone. <laughs> oh no, this is from Ikea, this isn't real. Oh, it's plastic. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's like people can choose to accept that. Again, and that's another thing of like, are they expecting you to fuck up? Do they want you to fuck up so they don't have to take your apology, you mm. know? Let's move on to something. Yeah. yeah. You have made a few videos on flex culture. Now, let, let me, yeah. let me Go say on. this. You say Whenever this. I see house tours is my is my one piss me off but um, why does it piss you off because i think it's boasting so i think it's boasting but it's also dangerous dangerous yeah it's yeah. so dangerous like i make a joke about because i watch a lot of true crime that you're literally mapping out your house yeah but you are yeah. mapping out your like, house. Like, here's this window breaking yeah. here. This is where all my equipment's. Like, this I don't, my I don't mind, like, a modest house tour. <laughs> like, if we were to walk around our house, it's like, so what is a house? But when people are like, this is my mansion. mansion. These are my LED mansion lights, tours. and here's where I keep all my cars. That you all bought that for you me. That you all bought for me. Here yeah. is everything. It, it bothers me quite a bit. Yeah. Um. What else was I going to say? Bags. Um. Smashing up mm. makeup. Um... Name and name, <laughs> name. Cars. Do, doing my makeup in my really fucking expensive yeah, car. Yeah, driving, doing my makeup yeah. in my car. Going to Target well, in my expensive like, car. having like multiple cars. Yeah, like, they have like ten cars, and yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I have one. Who Barely. has cars that much? <laughs> yeah. I have half of yeah. one. <laughs> Why do you need more? Yeah. <laughs> it gets me to Starbucks. I come home. Right, so exactly. Yeah. Understand. It has Why air conditioning, little good. I know, you know? especially YouTubers. It makes me laugh that they have so many cars because I don't know, but I don't leave my house I don't, no. I don't know so like I don't have do leave, I don't know where, where are they go. going when yeah. there's like videos like you to film do. at home yeah. I don't get it I literally really drive yeah. through I think that no, actually, yeah. like, that's all I do. Yeah. I was like, that's even before COVID, I wasn't leaving yeah. the house. So I'm like, I don't know. It's very weird to me. But I, I just find it so interesting because kind of what you touched on, like, it's just so weird to me. It's like, look at all of these nice things I have that you were able to give me because you support me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I almost find it interesting that some influencers get so obsessed with, like, the flexing that it's almost like their content turns into talking about the wealth they have. Yes. And then they're making more, they're making more wealth by talking about their wealth. Mm. And then it's just like this endless cycle of like talking about Chanel and I can't handle it. (laughs) Do you think though, do you think there's an audience for it? Do people expect it almost? Like show us how rich you've got from doing YouTube. Show us everything. Mm. And like I've had people ask me for a house tour. I'm like, why? My room's a mess. Yeah. (laughs) And my garden is mud. Yeah. Yeah. Dog holes and mud. I live in a house that's still being renovated. It's like not finished. Yeah. And like the walls are peeling with paint and there's like cords everywhere because we yeah. don't have proper electricity. And I'm like, yeah, like here's my house. It's like it's far. Don't look on the I floor. Think, I, think yeah. people, I think it's weird because people have this expectation that YouTubers, as when you get past a certain point, you're it's rich. like, oh, you're rich. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like, you know, money definitely changes as yeah. you grow on YouTube. You get more of it. But I think a lot of times, and I do think this comes with age too, because like mm. my priority of what I want to do with YouTube money is not like, oh, I want a Dior bag. Right. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want a house. Yes. Like, I, I want, want to buy mortgage. like a home one day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And like, a mortgage. Yeah. yeah, like, I want to save for like my retirement fund. Like, I want to do all of those yeah. things. Whereas like, young people, they're, especially in LA, they're like, oh, we got to have the Gucci. We got to have the Prada. We got to have this. Yeah. We got to have the new trendy thing. And it's like, 
so strange. I think it's just the, the fact that they like, I, I hope that they have 401ks. That's all I can say, which is like the retirement fund. Oh, I just uh, hope that they have retirement home yeah. funds. Mm-hmm. I hope that they're like putting money aside. Every time I see these young influencers, I'm like, man, I really hope yeah. that somebody's yeah. telling you to save this money yeah, somewhere. It's depressing to say this, but I feel like, I feel like we're lucky to be doing this over the age of 30. A hundred percent. I think there's such yeah. a quick turnaround. I think especially for TikTokers, there's going to be such a quick turnaround about who are those top very popular yeah. influences. Mm, you know, for, mm. for ages it felt like Jacqueline Hill, the original lot, you know, and yeah. Tati, who you still see kind of today, it felt like they were just gonna be around forever. And they were around the top, yeah. you know, beauty creators for the longest time. And I guess obviously that's changed as a platform has grown, but for TikTok yeah. to come in when social media is such a huge thing and influencers have been around for ages, and to see how quick people grow on there mm. and how quick, it, yeah. how easy it is for someone to go viral. Mm. I'm, I feel it's always depre- like depressing to say, enjoy it whilst you can, because I feel like your career yeah. is going to be short lived compared to what it used to be, you know? We spoke yeah. about this with Audra and it, oh, we, we did, did an yeah. episode called Expiring Influencers. Mm. And remember that person was like, when yeah. they come to get you. <laughs> like, who the fuck who are they? <laughs> and it was like, but, but you mean the new people, the, the new, new people, people that are constantly making new channels every week. Mm-hmm. They're going to blow up at some point. Yes. And like you said, it takes that random, like, viral video or viral, or it hits yeah. the algorithm at the right time and suddenly it's blown up. Mm. Um, yeah. But then we also said you discover someone with with a million subscribers every day. Oh, that that's what like, oh, I do yeah. too. I'm like, yeah. where have you been? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's like, when I hit like, a million, yeah. I, I, we said this on the podcast, and I didn't want to sound ungrateful. Yeah, when I hit a million. <laughs> when I was, <laughs> but the thing is, I didn't want to sound like ungrateful, but it is a huge number, and I'm so grateful for it. But as we said, there yeah. are so many other people who are hitting a million every single day, and it's yeah. not about that number. It's about the engagement and the views you're getting and can you keep that up? And there's almost that, I remember being on 700,000 and thinking this is perfect. I'm so comfortable. Yeah, I'm comfortable wearing The best audience, yeah. Yeah. And then getting closer and closer to a million and being like, shit, like this, it's gonna get serious now and change and it has. Mm. And there's almost that idea that like, right, I've hit a million, who's next? Like who's coming in next, you know? Yes. And Mm. I think that that is so, like, I, I treat YouTube the way that I treat my channel right now is, like, I fully plan on this ending at some point. Yeah. Like, I do not think I'm going to be 45 doing YouTube right, right now. And I treat it as, like, every time, because you know how we get paid out monthly yeah. on YouTube, like, the, the AdSense. Every month I'm like, this is a blessing. Thank you so yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Like, this probably will not come next month. And I just plan that way yeah. because it's so fickle. Like, anything. You see channels that even just YouTube themselves screws them over. And, like, yeah. all of a sudden the algorithm goes against them yeah. and they stop promoting their videos and then you're done yeah. and you're just like one minute you were on a high you're getting a million views of video and the next it's like you can barely get 10,000 right. and it's like you have to treat this job kind of like as much as you want to find security in it there really isn't any mm. and I think that people don't think about that as much and that's why you see this like extremist spending because they yes. feel so yeah. rich in yeah. this moment but it's like it, it one month it could just everything could flip everything mm-hmm. could change even just a, not even just a scandal yeah. Yeah. just like people losing interest mm. and everything yeah. it's crazy and how it is, it is a quick yeah. like one day you're making like minimum wage and then it can literally be the next month you're like crazy yeah. youtube money oh my god 
I I literally my first year that I actually made like money. Yeah. Uh, the first whole half of the year, I think I was in October, yeah. I had made, like, nothing. Like, yeah. uh, just, like, pennies, basically. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I had one video blow up, and all of a sudden, I had to pay taxes on that money. I had to, yeah. like, I was making this, like, crazy, and I was like, what the, f- what the right. hell is going yeah. on? Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. how is this How? all happening? Yeah, yeah. and then, and then it, kept, it kept growing, and you're just like, holy shit, like, how do you, and I can't imagine... Even being 26, I'm like, oh my God, this is insanity. I can't imagine being 18 and seeing those numbers. And your first job. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Your first job, you're yeah. an over, like a month later, you're yes. a fucking millionaire. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Insane. It's crazy. Insane. It's crazy. Mm. And, and also just like, if you have worked a real job before, I think you get it a little bit better. Yeah. Like I worked in daycare. So mm. I literally used to like white babies bottoms right. for a job <laughs> yeah. and like make like $6 an hour. Yeah. Like I know. And so when I started doing this, I was like, oh, this is insanity. And then I think that's why too, they sort of influencers start almost like feeling bad for themselves in the sense that they're like, my job is so hard. It's so yeah. difficult. So, and, and they start complaining to their followers who like, frankly, don't really want to hear it. Yeah. Because right? they're like, you're yeah. millions yeah. of dollars yeah. sitting yeah. and talking. Yeah. And while you, like influencing definitely has its challenges, I will never sit here and be like, yeah, this is a really hard. Oh, like no. I put in like, a well tough, me. Yeah. like grueling. Right. Yeah. Like, and I think these influencers, cause they get so in their head and they're so young and they don't have that reality check. That's where things really go south too, where they start really thinking yeah. they are like, the best thing on the planet yeah, and they yeah. work I, so incredibly hard yeah I do feel bad like going back to TikTok and the the paps there was that Noah guy <laughs> who was talking about the holiday that these TikTokers went on right and he yeah, was saying you that. know his excuse was you know it's a tough job we need to get away from our mental health and that's one thing I think whilst I kind of laughed at that a little bit when he said that I was like okay I get, I get it yeah I do get that it's 
mentally very draining because yes. especially when you're a teenager and you're already on your phone so much to be constantly because work is always but just then here it's going to be draining everywhere yes. you go right well this is the thing right the this, internet's yeah everywhere. this is what i mean but i <laughs> i think like one thing that i found a little bit like oh i was like i don't think they quite understand the toll that it can take on them no. you know like they yeah. get like they're exhausted they're tired they've probably had to do all these brand deals their parents are probably helping them out massively you know but <laughs> and take yeah. their money and taking their money from them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I, I did feel a bit bad. I was like, oh, I, I don't think people outside of the influencer realm, whilst I don't think you have to go on a fucking holiday during COVID, you know, like I've, you no, know, no. I've tested positive, but... this negative, so Neg- I'm going to go to <laughs> Dubai, you know? Yeah, yeah. right. I, I do think like it's, I hope they're getting support in some way, you know? Yes. Because even if they're not the biggest, Absolutely. like, even when I was on, like, um, 50,000, it's still a huge audience, you know? And, like, it, it yes. can take its toll on you, especially with the hate comments that, especially the teenagers are gonna get. I just wonder, and the workload, yeah. and the money, and, you know, the ta- they probably have people doing all that for them, mm. but I do wonder what support at that age are they getting? I think along with, mm. yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. I think along with fame though, and as terrible as it is to say, but you should expect to be hated and expect it yeah. until the internet is very highly, mm. what's the word? Monitored. Mo- monitored. It's gonna, yeah, moderated. Yeah. It's gonna happen. You're gonna get yeah. assholes who sit at home. It's like, oh, I'm gonna tell this person to kill themselves. I don't like your t-shirt. Kill yourself. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I, and it's, yeah. it's expected. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. And I think again with fame in um, fame. quotes, fame. <laughs> it's, it's expected. Like you yeah. have to expect people to hate you. But I, I, I kind of disagree. Mental health, yes, absolutely. But when, <laughs> if I, if I needed a break from work, the only way that would happen is if I was to leave my phone at home, not go on a computer, yes. not even look at a screen. So what are you disagreeing with? Just your whole statement. <laughs> no, no. I do hope they're getting mental health help because yeah. it is insane. Yeah. Um. But at the same yeah. time, you can't go to a different country and you're excuse me, I needed a break while oh, you're no, making content stupid. on your yeah, holiday. That was stupid. They went on holiday. No, yeah. They went to all these nice restaurants and made content and filmed it. Like the excuse was fucking stupid. Mm. But what I did think yeah. was like, I don't think people realize outside of being an influencer and the workload and the stress to have each bit of content perform as well as the last or to make a certain yes. amount of money each month, I don't think people get that yes. stress. Yeah, true. And even though I laughed at this, I don't know how old he is. What? Like, 12? He's like 20 or 21. <laughs> oh, is he? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like 21. What, two? Yeah. Um, I, d- I don't think people quite understand the that kind of pressure, which as, like, when I started no, YouTube yeah. in my later 20s, I found difficult to mm-hmm. deal with. And, you know, still it's, now, it's you awful. want it to perform well, right? So awful, being yeah. younger and still wanting to, when you find popularity is such a huge thing, mm. that mental, like, effect it could have on you, you know, I wonder, yeah. I don't think people appreciate that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, really I, like. I was watching your video, the um, the Opposite Twins. And oh, I, I love that. Oh my God. <laughs> I had I never heard of them Never heard of them in my life until that video. I Maybe we should video. do that. Should we? Yeah. I'm the bad one. <laughs> and I'm the other one. I make bread and you make <laughs> salad. <laughs> So that's our brand. That's our brand. <laughs> salad. 
Um, but it, it was that whole, I, I forgot the name of the twins, the one who was like the rock chick twin. Gabby and Yeah, Nikki. 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 And she was kind Nikki's of- Nikki's the rocker one. Right, uh, okay. she, she rock, kind of got yeah, a lot of like hate because they kind of like made themselves like opposites. So mm. they were like, you know, playing against each other. And that, she did have some like, she made a video, right, admitting like it has yeah. taken a toll on me mentally as well. Yeah. And, it, it kind of goes to, what's her, what's her twins name? Gabby. Yes, Gabby. Gabby. She even had like yep. a bad attitude towards her sister. Oh, yeah. Do you think, yes. do you think, well, it must have been the fame, right? Because they did their own separate things. They had their own separate music careers and she made mm. that shitty series. Oh my God, it's so <laughs> shit. It's so oh my God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so shady. I love it's... it. Oh my God. Like, it's so shady. It's so bad. Bless her. Bless it, her. it is. Like, it's awful. Yeah. I always try to be diplomatic in my videos, yeah. but I couldn't uh, even sugarcoat that one. I was like, it's, it's bad. Terrible. It, is, it was it's terrible. It's really bad. Like, I mean, don't try yeah. and make a program if, you know, recreate no. if it's not going to be at that level. Really bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it takes that tone. Like, imagine if we got super famous, right? Okay. And then I start to be like, mm, I didn't speak to you. We went shopping together, and I was like, <laughs> Like turning away from you. <laughs> Why other reason other than the fame that has gone to your made, head? Yeah. That you're the more you're the more popular. Yeah. I'm the better one because I make bread. Yeah, and I have salad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's it? like competition, honestly. Mm. Like I think it's the competition of it that gets them. I think this way about a lot of influencers, though. Like I don't even think you necessarily have to be twins or related right. to have that competition. Mm. Like you'll see people at your similar level, yeah. and maybe they'll do a video that like per- overperforms, and you're kind of like, oh, what are they? doing mm. like that's interesting and then and that doesn't mean you turn into an asshole like that doesn't mean you like diss them <laughs> yeah. but at the same time like you get that sort of competitiveness and i think what you talked like what you mentioned is so relevant where it's like on youtube and tiktok and all these social media apps you are constantly trying to one-up yourself mm. yeah and you're constantly yeah. competing with your old content yeah. you're always you're like trying the the stupid feature they have on youtube where it tells you one out of ten if your video is uh, I literally bane of my existence that. bane of my hate existence I'll see a seven out of ten, and I'm like, well, that's yeah, I'm, that's my like, career. It's like, congratulations, you <laughs> yep, fucked up this week. Done. No this one's watching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone hates yeah, you, and no like one's watching your video today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. horrible. Yes, oh, and then you'll see, like, there's nothing worse than that, and you're constantly competing with yourself, and then you're competing with other people around you, and it's just this like competition is what I think really gets me. Yeah. And with that, those two in particular, I mean, uh, that's probably just totally exacerbated by the fact that they're literally this identically looking the same yeah. person yeah. and they've been compared to each other since they were what, like 12 years right. old, yeah. 15 years old or whatever. So it's like when you combine all those factors, I think, and also I think money is a huge mm. role in it. I think that money definitely goes to people's heads and definitely affects people differently. I think some people, money is just kind of like, you know, you can handle it. And I think some people, when they get a lot of cash really quick at a young age, they think they're better than other people. Yeah, like they yeah, genuinely yeah, do. Yeah. And I think that's something that Gabby in particular struggles with is I think she does genuinely think she's kind of better yeah, than other people, yeah. you know, because she has money. See, and same thing with her sister. Yeah, that's what bothers me about that is I've always said like, Practically, your subscribers are your boss. Mm. Do you mean because they're they're giving you the money, they're telling you what they like and don't like about what you do. So then to 
again, like you said, like flash. Imagine like you work. Sorry. Where is that? Oh, so I always do that. Imagine like you get a raise at work, like yeah. a, a normal nine to five job, and you walk in all your new clothes and you're strutting. <laughs> you go up to your own boss and yeah. you're sitting there, like, look at all this, and yeah. acting like you're better than them. Yeah. It's the weirdest situation to me, and I think that's yeah. like how definitely how I would have acted when I was that age again. That's how we act when we're that age oh, anyway. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh my god, yes, I can afford my dog's medicine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And not yeah. have to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's little stuff so, like that. It's weird too, though, because then if you get to a certain level of fame and you almost pretend that you're not making money, mm, then yes. people are like, you're a liar. Yeah. We know that you so are rich. That, Why don't so you true. show us? Where's it's that about, balance? My, like, how, how do you level goal, that out? My goal, just personally as a content creator, is I'm like, I want to be good enough that if I do buy something nice for myself, people are happy for me because I'm not flexing it in their face and I'm not, like, showing off. Like, that's how I try to balance it out because I can't sit here and be like, oh, I have, I'm not making any money. You know what I mean? Like, that's a lie. So to balance it out, you just have to, I think you just have to try to be, just be a normal person. I feel like either try to go to one extreme or the other where they're like flexing or they're like the Shane Dawson, just, you know, pretending, walking around his mansion in a bathroom. You know what? Pretending (laughs) Like, you can't, like, nobody is believing you. We (laughs) would know. You you can't move to a house that is over a million and pretend like, oh. And I, I I mean, obviously, we he has no content anymore so you can't really watch it but when he did and when you know he was you know YouTube's leader it was kind of like you would yeah. watch his stuff and they would be complaining about AdSense it's like we know how much AdSense you you make being in our level oh, how yeah. are you saying you make <laughs> yeah. no money yeah. And, and that really yeah. pissed me off I was like so what? what is what is a lot of money now to you now that you're up there now yeah. that you're very famous and making a lot of money what is a lot of money to mm. you to say that yeah. you're not making that much money even though you can afford this house I and think, you have a gym and yeah, you have a yeah. golf buggy you know a personal trainer a in personal that gym trainer. that always just happens yeah. to be there yeah. yeah i think youtubers can side eye anyone most times yeah. because like we know the team yes like, we know what you get paid yeah. for a million yeah years. exactly like, we're, we understand right so we can look at you and be like okay you're either like i think it, it goes both ways because i can either look at you and be like well you're spending a little bit more than i think you're probably yeah. pulling yeah. in right now yeah. or i can be like okay you're you know bullshitting just to try to be relatable Right. So I think it really just comes down to trying to be just normal. And I think that's why we're seeing such a rise in smaller, relatable influencers. Because Mm -hmm. people just want normal people Mm -hmm. to watch that aren't just like, just every day, like normal people live in normal houses, do normal shit. Like, that's what people want, Mm. you know? And it's like when you see, again, we were talking about when you see them get bigger and bigger and bigger they do kind of come become unrelatable because I guess in oh, some yeah. way, even if you're not a YouTuber, you kind of, well, actually, they kind of don't, but in a way, they kind of understand how money works, how advertising works, not to the extent that obviously being a YouTuber, you would know exactly what the money is. But yeah, do you think then it is important? Like, I, I, I would hate to think that because I was more popular, made a little bit more money than I did now, people found me inhuman almost, or unrelatable. And yeah. because... At the same time, I'm doing with my money. Money is, um, what's the word? You always spend within your means, right? Or like you said, mm. we always mm-hmm. save. Like we, I'm also trying to save like for a mortgage for a house. For a mortgage, not for the actual fucking house. For a mortgage. For a mortgage. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, I'm at. still using my money in a way where it would be, and same again, if I was a millionaire, I would still use it in a way that was, um, uh, what's the word, sensible. So yes. I would hate to yeah. think that people would feel not relatable to me because 
they assumed I had all these riches, you know, yeah. surrounded by diamonds, surrounded by yeah. diamonds and <laughs> lace jewelry. <laughs> I went, what? I, I think I. I feel like the funny thing is not even just interesting is that money is so different to every individual mm. that honestly people are going to feel that way regardless. Yeah. Like if you, you know, say like, I remember when I first started, my circumstances were so different. Mm. Like I was working mm-hmm. in a daycare. I was a full-time student. Like that was my whole thing. And I just made videos on the side. And then as I kind of started taking over on YouTube and really focusing on it and making more money, obviously, you know, people were like, well, you used to say that you couldn't afford a $20 bronzer, but now you're saying that you can afford that easily. Mm-hmm. So you've changed and you're different right. now and you're not relatable anymore. Cause like I can't. Yeah. And so it's like, you have to kind of find that line of still trying to, I think just like for me, it's a little, I, I, I just, because of what I do day to day in social work, I see people kind of at their lowest point sometimes. Course, so it's very yeah. easy for me to be like, this is reality. Like, yeah, this is what yeah. people are going through. But I think for other influencers, like bigger people who live in LA and are surrounded by other people who are rich, they're yeah. like, what is $20? Yeah, like yeah. that means nothing yeah. to me. Like I'm just going to spend that or whatever, mm. or pounds. Sorry, you guys are. <laughs> I didn't know what you were so talking you... about. <laughs> 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 I feel like you have like, you know, people, people see it differently. So I think it's just about being conscious of the audience that's watching you and being mm. conscious that they maybe aren't just because you're making more doesn't mean you have to just be like money means nothing to me now. Like right, you just yeah. try to have to, I think if people just would stay more conscious of other people, there wouldn't be as big of an issue as we yeah. kind of see. It, yeah. It's yeah. very interesting. Though. I made a video a couple of years back before YouTube was my sole job. And I, I was saying, in I think in a, a podcast, I remember the, the the day that my money literally changed overnight. And I think it was like a month before my money got better that I made a video about the best budget skincare that you can find in a, um, what are they called? Boots, but what Americans call drugstore. them? Drugstore. <laughs> and, um, oh, drugstore. Yeah, drugstore. I've been to stuff. a Boots. Oh, I know Boots. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to the UK. Yeah. I know Boots. Oh, yeah, of course you have. Yeah, yeah. Very cute. Your super culture. drug, super, super drug. Super drug, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, yes. And it was like the, it. the whole like kind of thing of those, right? And someone left a comment yeah. saying something like, oh, funny how you look, you must look back on this and think how cheap these products are. And it's like, no, to me, a, moist, a 10 pound moisturizer is still a bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. Like, I yes. can obviously afford it better, <laughs> but I still know the value of stuff. Yeah. And it's like, yes. you know, I spent the vast majority of our life mm. trying to be, trying to budget and, you know, trying to look for more mm-hmm. affordable uh, products. But that's another thing as well. I think people presume because we have larger platforms that we do have all this money and that our lives must be this stuff. And, you know, I'm replying to comments while I'm picking up dog shit in the garden. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, not trying to be like, you yeah, know, I'm literally. really real, but like, <laughs> you know, I, I think people think, presume people's lives are one way when it's actually just, yeah. I literally do normal stuff and I sit in a room with literally a nice top on and shorts. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yes. it's yeah. like, it's not, I, a lot of people do project that lifestyle yeah. on people and, I think the yes. people that do flex it, like you said, are all living with other people who are surrounded by the same thing. And Where, that kind, of yes. thing Where that kind of and thing matters. And it must, like you yeah. said, yeah. competition on videos, that competition in real life as well. Like, I, mm. I'm glad we don't know yeah. in real life anyone. Anyone. <laughs> I literally feel the same. Jen- I love it. Yeah. None of my friends give a shit about yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. They, take, they take the they piss out of what we do. Yeah. Yeah. They don't care. They're like, oh, you hit a million views. Eh, yeah. We don't yeah. It's like, like, we don't even watch this. you. Like, yeah. They don't care. Yeah. Like, no, they literally don't. My oh, no, friends my, do no, not same. watch me. My, my fiance doesn't watch yeah. me. He, he's like, I'm not watching. He's like, I don't care about makeup. I'm not watching your videos. Like, the, it's, to have surrounded by like normal people is just like, I think mm, the key to yeah. staying 
normal. Yeah, it's just like yeah. not falling into that trap. Yeah, because mm. I can imagine you will be talking about I got this many views and yeah, I like, what, what yeah. sponsor are you doing? How much doing? Yeah. you need to pay per sponsor? Yeah, sponsorships. They this talk brand about they reached out to. to me and said. But I wonder if that's if, if we're. It, I had a really interesting <laughs> conversation with my American friend, um, who Undisclose I won't name. Undisclose name. <laughs> name. Um, and we were talking about how, as, as English people, we're told not to talk about politics and money with your peers. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of rude, right? Yes, yeah, very. And true. they because they had posted a story about how they don't care. If people ask, and they said to me that it's quite an American thing to be open about. Your wage and it stuff, is. really? Is it? Oh, because we're, we're yeah. told it's very rude yeah. to ask how yeah. much someone makes, so we've very, always been very rude about yeah. it. Yeah, asking someone, asking someone's age, or asking how much money they make, or their political views is considered oh, there quite goes rude. All my questions yeah. for you guys. I, to know all about <laughs> like... <laughs> I needed to know. <laughs> Lucy, we're fine talking about yeah. it with like colleagues, like, but then yeah, but I mean, yeah, especially when there's like um, you work with different sexes and the wage gap and all that kind of stuff. I think it's important to be very yeah. more yeah. open with your direct colleagues about how much you earn, mm, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, I found that really odd. I found it a bit like, oh, okay, because if someone ran... Because that's another thing. It's, people in the comments do ask me outright how much I earn. Like, how much do you make? Mm. Oh, yeah. And I said, like, oh, I'm not going to tell I you get that. that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's kind of no. rude. No, because you even, might mug me. Even an expensive product, I'm a little bit like, eh. Yeah. You know, like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to show it because I'm like, it's kind of rude because you know how much I paid for it? Yeah. And you know... <laughs> Yeah. And you know, it just doesn't work. Mm. It doesn't, it's not polite. Yeah. The worst is when I'll do like a, I'll do like a haul or something or I'll, you know, sh- I'll be showing stuff and people will Google how much it costs. Yeah. Like I had a bag I bought when I was in, when I was in London, I bought a, like a little bougie bag. It was yeah. like $300 or something, yeah. which is a lot. Yeah. But I was like, and this is my special purchase. And somebody Googled and put it in the comments. They were like, she spent this much oh. money on this bag. And I was like, I was like, oh my, I was mortified. I was yeah. like, oh my God, mm. like these people are going to think I've changed. And yeah. I, like all these things. <laughs> it's hard. You got to really like balance it out i think it's yeah. really a it's tough it's interesting though i think in america i think only the only people that feel weird about maybe sharing that stuff is kind of like people who have really a lot of money uh, and i think that's because in america there's such income inequality mm, like mm. on such an extreme scale yeah. that it's like i think sometimes you almost like feel bad sometimes yeah. because it's like you feel like even doing YouTube and also I think the juxtaposition between doing YouTube and social work is really weird because I, like I said like I see people who are living in like deep deep poverty yeah. and then to know that I'm making what I'm making literally just talking about other people on the internet to grapple with the guilt of that mm. is like a really tough weird thing and I think that I know a few other influencers that I talk to that grapple with the same thing where they're kind of like this it feels wrong almost to be especially sponsorships you get you do a, a mm. 60 second right? you get x amount of money it's nuts it's it's, it's literally insanity. It, it's so funny you say that because i i've never there is a kind of guilt where you're like shit mm. yeah well, especially yeah. with like covid we you, you oh, constantly COVID see on so the news worse. yeah mm. how much yes. essential workers at the nhs staff are making over here and it's like yes <laughs> you, you just you just don't know what to do about it. like what can no like, what, what do you do it's insane, it's insane. Um, you, ca- you, you can't <laughs> think so yes icons are made from celebrities right iconic singers iconic actors people yes. who are good people are going to know for generations and generations and generations do you think 
There is going to be an influencer that your grandchildren are going to know, their kids are going to know, you know, someone who's no. really made their mark, yeah. you know. Mm. No. It's like almost no, throwaway celebrities, right? Yeah. No, yeah. Just because of the, and maybe I'll be wrong. I'm happy to be wrong, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But like, just as it stands now, because of how the tides sort of change and how what is popular one year next year is not so popular and just how we've seen other, like there's very few creators that have lasted longer than five years like really like Mm. last it you know very few and while i think we're seeing it a little bit more like the the, i think the lifespan of a career is longer now because we're getting these sort of genres on youtube so like makeup youtubers you're gonna have that kind of built-in audience for makeup content or skincare Mm. or things like that but i definitely think that as far as like are we going to see generational icons and, like, people like Tana Mojo? No. Like, I don't. I think that it's going to be very much, like, this sort of um, kind of ebbs and flows, and we're going to see new people come and then, you know, kind of fall back. I don't necessarily think we're going to see that. Mm. I'd be very, very interested if my kids were like, oh, I'm listening to Charlie D'Amelio. I'd yeah. be like, yeah. what talking about? Like, <laughs> that would be very interesting to see. Yeah. But I don't think that we're going to have that no. necessarily. I think you see it, especially here in the UK, you see a lot of YouTubers going into reality TV, and it's like they're trying to break into yeah. that new version of celebrity right. to become that mainstream street, mainstream mainstream celebrity yeah. so I think there isn't a, a, like a end cut off date for um, some people maybe more lifestyle YouTubers mm. um, I think the problem is a lot of social media revolves around youth mm, and I yes. think that is changing but I see that usually with lifestyle the problem is like now a lot of the lifestyle girls that were popular when I was growing up, they're they're millennials and now we have Gen Z lifestyle influencers right. who are kind of like a different they're different. Yeah. You know, they have different things. They're they're hip with the kids. Yeah, you know, right? like whatever. Yeah. So they get it. <laughs> and like millennials are kind of trying to do that, but right. it comes off as a little bit inauthentic because mm. they're just trying to keep up with the trends of younger people. Right. Yeah. So I feel like almost lifestyle too, you almost not age out because they're like twenty five years old. Like they're not old, right? you know, yeah. but they definitely there's kind of it's similar. I really think interestingly makeup is going to be the one place where people can have lasting and maybe I'm wrong but I think makeup is going to be a place where you have lasting careers makeup and commentary I see because it's like makeup people are always going to want reviews people Mm -hmm. are always going to want to know what products work and even as people get older they want to know how it works on older skin like they're going to want Mm those you know that information and with commentary we've seen it for generations people care about what's going on with other people yeah people will always care about Mm. that stuff and i think that those two platforms in particular are ones that i do see sort of a longevity you could have a very long career but i think it's going to be real i don't think we're going to see people you know being like icons no the hall of fame right yeah Yeah. there's no No. there's no like like, beyonce of youtube but that's you the know. thing is no, going back to really. what makes a celebrity different to an influencer is like we said you could have a million subscribers and a million people know yeah. you but with a celebrity the whole fucking world knows mm. you you know yeah. it's very different right like you could go your whole life without hearing about half of these people yeah yeah um what i do yeah. find interesting is i would say our generation who witnessed the birthing of youtube mm. saw it coming out we haven't mm. grown up with people saw it coming out <laughs> Head first. <laughs> we um we haven't seen how far an influencer can go. truly go, I True. guess. And like we haven't seen our generation grow up with like say like say Michelle Fong was still religiously on YouTube. She was like our mm-hmm. generation. Mm. I would still be watching her now. Oh yeah. As her content evolves and grows with our age, mm. would we still be even watching it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean like I, yeah. I find it interesting to think how 
how... Um... But she's one of those people who I feel like, and this is where a lot... Sorry. No, I've just realised <laughs> your clothes are organised like we're in a shop with like shorts. Yeah, I labelled them You've labelled them all. Sorry, Because so they're all black. They're all black. I can't see. I can't see what they are. They're no, it looks great. I like it. I spent ages doing yeah. it. It looks really good. I spent so long doing it. It looks really that. good. And sorry. I put, I stuck for labels on myself. Continue to interrupt me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I think with like Michelle Fun, I think um with like beauty YouTubers, I think we have that point where it's like, hey, now release your own brand. Yes, now and that will that will take you through. That will see you out for and then you can leave YouTube. But I think that's yeah. I think we spoke about this before. This is where that they make that mistake. We our level of fame is being um, providing content and when we stop providing mm. content and we just stick to our brand people lose interest people buy that product because it's yours right and then like Jackie I what's her face see. only pops up on YouTube when she's got a product yeah I'm sorry you people don't know you mean Jacqueline he doesn't mean, ja- he doesn't mean Jackie Ina oh, no, I, I mean. think it's Jackie Ina no 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 Jacqueline Hill Jacqueline Hill <laughs> not Jackie Ina oh my god I'm bowing I'm going right down to the floor Sorry, we were what? just praising her candles. <laughs> we were literally we were just talking about the candles. <laughs> It's like, if you blow this getting free candle thing for me, I'm going to scream. She hangs up on us. (laughs) I have nothing to do with this. Um, Jacqueline. Jacqueline Hill. Jacqueline Hill. Jacqueline Hill. I feel like she only pops up when she's got something to launch, right? Nowadays? Yeah. Yeah. I think that some people can use the springboard of their platform to grow a more global brand. I think that they can do it successfully, but I think it's difficult. And I think you have to almost center the brand not around you yes. and like mm-hmm. your aesthetic yeah. and your vibe. You have to make it something that is like separate from you. Right. Because like Jeffree Star Cosmetics, we're seeing now that his sales are kind of going down mm. because his popularity is going down. His name's down. on it, his and so body's like, on it. Yeah. It's his brand. Yeah. Religion. It's, it's, it's Je- mm. he is his brand. Whereas if you have some other brands where like maybe you're not entirely it's not all you mm-hmm. you're able to separate it enough that eventually you can stop creating the content but that brand has created sort of its own name right. its yeah. own thing right so i do think it can be done i just think that there we haven't seen a lot of people do it yet yeah. if that makes sense and i think again, it's definitely i'm gonna say harder. michelle fan again because i do think she's done a really good job at when was it L'Oreal that first launched M Cosmetics and it was disgusting? It looked like kids' paint. I palettes. believe so. It was, yeah. Yes. It was horrible. And yeah. what she's managed to do with it, it's still got an aesthetic Agreed. that I would relate to her. Mm. But even if you didn't know who she was, yeah. you'd look at that brand and be like, oh, that's a nice pa- bit of packaging. Yes. But mm. they're actually really good products. And I feel mm. she's been able to detach it from her so well. And she's become a proper business yes. lady with I, I love her own a, a, I agree. I love a collaboration. Like, I love when. Um, um, you got too many pets. To I know. I'm, trying to I'm look looking at, at that. Um, <laughs> for example, Spectrum brushes when they do a Disney collaboration, I'm like, I'm all over that. But, but then I also know they have yeah. other products. You know what I mean? Mm. And I think it's so right. I think mm. when a whole brand is based around that one person, mm. it for me it cheapens it a little bit. So uh, yeah. Whereas if, for example, absolutely. Makeup Revolution, they come up with their um, influencer brands, I'm like, that's nice. There's a little bit of mm-hmm. someone I, I relate to within that brand. Mm. But if it was mm-hmm. all, imagine Robert Cosmetics, and I was like this, like posing like, on every everything, yeah. and like yeah. in every advertising and everything, I would be sick of it. I'd be like, oh, I hate it. Yeah. 
whenever someone launches a new brand and it's their name in the brand, mm. I'm like, well, you've kind of pigeon, you've honestly yeah. connected your brand with your success on yes. the internet. Yeah. And that is the worst thing you can do yeah. when internet success is so fleeting. Mm-hmm. And I think that some people are starting to realize it because we're starting to see a little bit more like Jackie, the candle forever mood, yeah. like her candles. Mm-hmm. She made it very like it's her, yes. but it's not her. Right. And same thing with Desi Perkins came out with like a sunglass line and she yes. named it yeah. after herself, but it's different. Like yeah. it's not just, just eyeshadow palettes mm-hmm. and you know it's like her kind of lifestyle brand yeah. so i think we're seeing it a little bit more but it's definitely going to be interesting to see because honestly that does seem like the next logical step yeah. when you're popular on the internet is using it using your built-in audiences the springboard right. to mm. something bigger right it makes if you want that sort of you know security job security a little bit but i think it's a lot harder to do than people think and i yeah. think that that's where we have so many influencers coming out with these like just ridiculous lines that just are not like Nikita Dragon's brand comes to mind. I'm just like, absolutely what? can't get behind it. Oh, it's, I don't know. Like eggs. I don't know. It's, eggs. it's so much. And it's like, <laughs> just saying <laughs> eggs. <laughs> just eggs. Like, it's honestly like just so you see the influencers doing it for cash grab. And I think that people are so caught on to that now that maybe like four years ago mm. that would have gone over. Mm. Okay. But now if you put out a, like Patrick Starr's brand, if you put out a brand that's not coming up with these like amazing things, like you're not, it's not going right. to happen. It's and it's like with, with Kim Kardashian and Kylie Jenner, they do well, Ugh. but there's no, um, um, it feels like they're like, if they were filming a video about it, right? My impression of what happens is somebody comes and goes, oh, this is your new line. And like, oh, wow, this looks great. Never seen it before. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and then they just start filming with it. This is an eyeshadow palette. Yeah. It's nice. And, and it I use this all eyes. the time. And it feels like there's no connection to it. Whereas you think about yes. something like, let's say, for example, Auric. Um, which has just come out. So yes. I can never put Samantha oh. Ravendel. I can never Samantha Ravendel. There's so thought, good. there's a thought process in it. There's an explanation to everything. She knows the ingredients. She knows the benefit of a product. Yes. Mm. She knows how it was like. She considered all skin tones. There's creativity behind it, and I think you expect that again a little bit more from a celebrity is to be personable with it whereas mm. Kim Kardashian is just like <laughs> do you feel like that Here kind of is. yeah that kind of celebrity yeah. um I, I think they're tacky I think celebrity products are yeah. tacky and I, I yeah, do, do you yeah. think that influencers have this more of a concentrated audience so when they release a brand like that one it's more relatable because it's that person you can bet that half their audience might even buy it whereas with a a, Mm -hmm. um real celebrity it's a little bit like they just put it out there in the breeze and let it happen there's no one direct and then they use influencers to sell it Mm. you know what i mean i think that there are some sort of outliers because Fenty, I would argue, yes. is one of those influencers. Yeah. She's a celebrity brand, but it does it not doesn't, feel, it doesn't feel like, like it right? mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. all. <clears throat> it feels like a genuine, and even I'm seeing getting that vibe from Rare Beauty, um, yeah. like Selena Gomez's yeah. brand, where it kind of you're you're seeing it. It's her brand, but it yeah. definitely doesn't feel like right. her brand. But then you have like J Lo was is her is it literally J Lo Beauty? J-Lo is that the name Beauty, yeah. of her brand? Yeah, like I I hate that. <laughs> yeah. I just I don't I I don't I don't care. I, the products might be great, like I don't care. I don't like that aesthetic. Yeah. I think that that's just like, it seems tacky to me, I agree. And I think you're right where it's like, they rely on, I think that's why influencers honestly started creating their own brands. Because all of these brands and celebrity brands were counting on them to sell their own products. Mm -hmm. And they're like, why don't I just cut out the middleman and make my own, people are buying off my recommendation anyway. Like, why wouldn't I I just make my own brand? Yeah, Yeah. I I think for me, that's the feeling that comes along with celebrity skincare or makeup is that, 
it is just a name attached to some packaging and a product. Yeah. Whereas with yes. like beauty uh, YouTubers, whatever comes under that, you know that they've tried and tested so many products. They know what they want as a consumer. And that's what it is to me yes. is that they're more educated consumers and they've got feedback from hundreds of thousands to millions of people about what they like and don't like. And that's why I personally would trust yes. an influencer more over a celebrity brand because I feel like there's so much more um, history that's gone into it and experience that's gone into that mm. one product. It's difficult though because I feel like when... If you're influencers, especially, and like we said earlier, we're expected to be uh, political from some people, not political from others. You're expected to be a professional in this, uh, not a professional in that. I feel like because we have those discussions with our um, people watching our videos, we're expected to be a professional in that product development, all this, all this. Whereas mm-hmm. I find with um, maybe something like J Lo Beauty, is anyone really as much questioning her? on a level as as yeah. much as an influencer would be questioned into how much she, input she had into this brand. Mm. Like, yeah, we know she looks amazing. Her yeah. skin looks great. She looks incredible. But, I mean... Do we care how, do we much, care she's how much she put into that I, brand? Whereas with an influencer, yeah, people I, are like, how did you do the formula? Where's your warehouse? Who's your warehouse? Yeah. Who yeah. invented Who invented I feel like it's so interesting because being an influencer, especially like makeup and skincare, mm. this whole realm, it being kind of a larger influencer in this space, it's almost like a boot camp and how to make something that most people will like. Yeah. yeah. Because you're what you just said, like you have to find that balance between having overproduced content but not making it look like it's a professional studio right. because then people think it's cold and unrelatable. Right. You have you we're always as content creators trying to find that perfect balance that people want. Mm-hmm. I think especially in kind of our realm of like we're definitely not small content creators, but definitely like not the biggest on right, the platform. Right. You know, we're in that weird in between. Right. So I think that that you almost have that like training of how to like when I was making the smoky glow palette, it was like okay, I need it to be me, and I need it to represent colors I like. Mm-hmm. But how do I make this also something that like a lot of other people are going to find right. appealing? Right. How do I make it interesting? How do I make it stand out from other products that have come out recently mm-hmm. that I talk so much shit about? Yes. Yeah. 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 So I was like, how do I make? It? That's a good <laughs> point. It's like how do you? So I think put it all into something you like and not be like yes. I, I lose track of what I say sometimes what if like I fucking hate oh my god grey and I'm like We're here's my grey palette no. yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't you can't be on YouTube for more than a year and not say something right. Right. it's yeah. literally yeah. impossible mm, yeah. like you just can't it, you you have it's, it's we're constantly changing because of our experiences but yeah. unfortunately they're chronicled forever how we used to think <laughs> yeah. but I feel like that's kind of why influencer brands some of them do so well is because they know that middle ground of how to find things perfectly that it's going to appeal to a lot of different people it's really interesting yeah yeah it's like having the biggest focus group <laughs> yeah. you know just constantly literally. all the time literally yeah. yeah yes yeah there's definitely some benefits to it from a business you're very business you are. i'm very business it's all today. about business i'm all about doing business and warehouses <laughs> do you have any more questions on your full question list <laughs> I was checking my question list like I have loads of it's questions like this. on this. <laughs> Let's have some final thoughts. Mm. Yeah. Right, I this is what I think. Go, I think go. to be um likable online you have to know you're successful but not too much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, have opinions, but have opinion, many. but not too many. Yeah, and also be young, but not too young, but also not too old. Let's think about this. <laughs> Can you be famous correctly? 
<laughs> is there a way to be no. correctly no. famous no. in the right oh, way? <laughs> no, because everybody, everybody is going to think differently. So it's like, yeah. no, of course. I think the biggest part about doing YouTube and doing just like all of the celebrity, anything, you just have to at a certain point be like, people are going to hate me yeah. and they're going to think I'm the worst and I can't control that. Like, yeah. there's nothing I can do Absolutely. because I could. I, I I think that all YouTubers go through this phase, especially when you first start, when you start getting mean comments, where you're like, no, no, no. If I just explain it to them, yeah, like, they'll, they'll understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just reply yeah, quickly like, to yeah. all these. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, if I'm like, no, if I respond and I explain it like rationally, of yeah. course they're gonna like yeah. me. And then they don't because like they don't. <laughs> they don't care. Like yeah. So then you have to really once you can get past that, I think. And but I. Also also think that it's like a double-edged sword because then you get to a point sometimes where you don't care enough yeah maybe about mm -hmm. what like your true supporters feel. right right and then that's where it gets really dicey because then you have like your jeffree star and you're blocking fans of you mm -hmm. who've been like supporters for years mm -hmm. and calling them disgusting yeah so you really have to find that fine line between listening to cr criticism but also not listening to everything yeah. right you just can't right. it's yeah. like too hateful yeah but it's hard yeah i don't think you can be famous correctly in any yeah. way especially on the internet like absolutely yeah. not especially as, no as an influencer <laughs> is there do you think no. there is someone who is like a complete angel like you've done everything so right I think I think everybody's first example is obviously Jenna Marbles because everybody yeah, just like yes, yeah, loved her. Yeah. Mm. But then of course her career Everything was built yeah. on something that wasn't yeah. yeah so yeah. then it's like I I think the people who have been on long enough that they've been able to figure out the perfect formula to get to that level like she did probably were not angels in the past. Yeah. Like you have yeah. to. Everybody makes mistakes in their past, mm. and when you're on the internet that long, they're gonna come out yeah. obviously. So I I cannot think of a singular person. That I am like, yeah. They I think are you just... have to be pretty fake to be yeah, perfect. You do. You know, there's one person more, more um, planned than fake. Yeah. More very yeah, cautious. More and... more like putting on calculating. a calculating. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Like a character. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're being a character rather than being yeah. genuine. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But then people don't like you because you're fake. Exactly. Yeah. People can sense when people exactly. are fake. Yeah. So then That's it's like it. you know. Exactly. Less than enough a day. Just don't bother. Don't go online. <laughs> Wait, no. Don't do that. We have to bother a little. Just, just a little bit, I guess. Everyone go back to no, bed. Yeah. And just... <laughs> I don't know. I think it's... I think it's tough, like, to... Um, it, it's tough to rep represent, I think, at, on the influencer side of how forgiving you want the internet to be and it will never be mm. like if anything was to happen or you know you slip up a little bit or you know i just i just don't think there would ever ever be i feel like it's only going to get worse as far as hate comments and people not liking you and forums and all that kind of stuff and i think sad but true fact is it's just part like you said of mm. back in the day part of being a celeb was being followed by the paps and being in gossip columns and having yeah. stalkers and yeah. people break in mm. nowadays it's just part of being an influencer you're gonna have people that hate you and no one's ever going to be fully happy with you. And yeah. I think that's absolutely yeah. fine. <laughs> you know, it's real I life. I think the other, 
yeah, I think the saddest part of it to me is the people that that sort of hate is going to affect the most are kind of the people that are the, the what we talked about, like the normal people mm-hmm. who are just like living normal lives. And then all of a sudden you're getting hate on the Internet. Whereas like you have the people living in L.A. who are flexing, who are living their lives. Yeah. They literally just don't care. Yeah. So yeah, it's like kind of comments. sad yeah. sometimes because like, yeah, they don't they don't care at all. Like they, mm-hmm. they're going to parties during COVID. Like they've been called out. They've had the police involved. Like they literally do not uh, care. Yeah. And so it's hard because sometimes you almost, and it's hard because I know sometimes people don't necessarily want like the empathy when somebody's getting canceled, mm. but I almost feel really empathetic for people who get canceled who are just normal people. Cause I, I get, I know that dread when mm. you see a comment that's calling you out and like you, you messed up. Like I know mm. how that feels. So it's hard. Cause I think like, you know, there's, I almost think there's two different levels of influencers and I don't think that's necessarily talked about as much. Yeah. Yeah. Very there's true. two very different mm. levels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh god, that's like a whole other video. That's that's a whole like time, Part it? two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh well, god, I'm exhausted. I, after that. I feel like I've run out of questions. <laughs> oh, you've exhausted Should your I... list of questions, have you? <laughs> It's a very extensive list. It was very long. I don't even know where to begin. (laughs) (laughs) That was a very good chat. Yes, I I feel like we um, put people off being becoming famous, wanting fame. Basically, don't do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If we didn't, then we didn't do our job right. (laughs) (laughs) No, like with every job, it has its perks, right? It has its perks and it has its downfalls. Yeah. Um, and we the the main perk of ours is that we don't actually have to meet these people. Yeah, you know we don't have cut oh, people true. screaming in our faces like we did in retail. Yeah, right. Oh, but I'd, I'd be smacking them in the throat. <laughs> 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 no violence. Violence isn't the answer, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> No, you can leave Somebody's it. Somebody's gonna post about Reddit. The yeah. Welsh twins advocate for violence yeah. in retail. Punch, punch retail workers in the throat. <laughs> <laughs> They'll twist it. They'll twist it. Oh my god. god. Crazy. Okay, so let's do like. Um, oh, tell everyone. Oh my god, that's you need to stop being so jumpy. I'm really, it's, you know, I'm really on edge. I get scared up here sometimes. Why? I don't know. The new builds. No, but Nothing's I just happened here. Yeah, but uh, what if? No. <laughs> like, what actually, if? No. What if there's dead body? What if someone's building this house and put a dead body in that wall? <laughs> so okay, um, what am I doing? Outroing. Oh, like... well, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken me a while to get to this Girl. point. So, <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> Thank you. That yeah. was that was amazing. And let's hopefully do a part two of something of some, some anything. Yeah. yeah. Share your um e- share your everything of us. Tell us everything about um, you. Man, I <laughs> you can um check out my uh, YouTube channel. It's Smoky Glow. You can check out my Instagram. No, don't go to my Instagram. I don't ever really post on that. You can go to my Twitter. <laughs> my Twitter is really yeah. good. I love my Twitter. Um and also I have a podcast with my fiance where we talk about just I don't know. We just, sometimes we don't post. It's really sporadic right now, but we have a podcast you can follow. I promise the main channel, that's where it's consistent, but everything else, I don't promise anything. So Smoky Glow is like my main channel. You can go check that out. We'll link everything as well on our Instagram and in the description. These have description boxes, right? They do have description boxes. Podcasts. I know. (laughs) For you all as well. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we will see you soon. Thank you. And this is the outro. Well. (laughs) 
<laughs> we chatted for a re- this is probably one of the longest podcast episodes I think we posted. Yeah. Oh, unless it's been re- extremely cut down. Yes, but we spoke a lot. Be. There's so much to talk about when it comes to influencers because it, there's two sides as the influencer and then and celebrities as the influencer and as the people observing them. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like there's no right or wrong answer or mm. no way to be. It's like telling a human how to be a human. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's rules, of course. Like, oh, don't abide by the abide laws. by the law and be a good human. Yeah, but it, it's it's difficult. It's one of those situations where there's no like, um, there's no set guidelines. Yeah, there's never a summary. Yeah. There's never like, okay, but let's sort never... this out. Yeah, like we did. We didn't summary anything. <laughs> uh, we didn't summary anything. Okay, <laughs> but do make sure you go ahead and check out Smoky Glow's YouTube channel. Um. Inst- oh, she said no Instagram. Yeah, no <laughs> Twitter. Like Twitter. So she also has her podcast, which is on YouTube. It's the, um, the Middle Ground podcast. It's a good listen. Yes. You, uh, you can see how in-depth we get there. It's, it's, it's a nice podcast. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and listen to that. And thank you for joining us once yeah, again. Yeah, thank you so <clears throat> Do you know what I think it would be great? If you could tell us... How do you feel about influence and celebrities? Are they different? Are they the same? Do you see them the same? Would you treat them the same? Let us Let us know. know. For sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye, <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.